0: And mm-hmm. Is going on, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Daily Energy News Beat up here on this gorgeous Thursday, August third, twenty twenty three. As always, I'm your humble correspondent, Michael Tanner, coming to you from an undisclosed location here in Dallas, Texas. Stu has the afternoon off, so I am um taking a solo show today. But fear not, guys. I still am here to bring you the news. I've got two stories, then really going to cover what I think is the biggest story today, which is oil prices dropping amidst a seventeen million barrel build. Dropped by the EIA. Um, I'll dive into that. First, I'll talk about, though, U.S. oil industry giant warns Democrats' green energy push feels a doomed economy. This is a great, I wouldn't say a great article. It's exactly why Harold Hamm bought Continental, so he can go on Fox News um, and scream about the Democrats' green energy push. So we'll dive into what he said um, there. And then finally, this has got to be a nightmare. Arizona driver says he was trapped in hot Tesla after battery dies. Ooh, ooh ooh, that's not good. One of the downsides of being all electric and automation is things like that. I will then again, as I mentioned, cover what happened in the oil markets today. We're seeing prices 79.72 as I record this about 609 here on August 2nd. We started the day a little bit above $82 considering the fact that we had one of the largest stock draws we've seen in recent memory. It's through everyone for a little bit of a whirl and I'll And I'll warn you, I don't know if there's a clean answer that we'll come to, but we will attempt to break it all down. We've got a few earnings. I'll cover Silverbow, um, Civitas, and Pioneer all dropping their um, earnings. So I will dive into a little bit of what they said and see if there's anything interesting along that front, Um, guys. But before I do all that, remember... All the articles I'm about to cover, all the analysis brought to you by the world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all your energy news. Stu does a great job of curating that website, making sure it's up to speed with everything that you need to crush and stay up to speed on what's going on in the energy markets. Uh dashboard energynewsbeat.com is our uh you know attempt at a data energy news combo, hard at work at V2 guys. Questions, Energy Newsbeat.com. Hit them up. But let's go ahead and just start off quickly. I, I just find this hilarious. We've got first article, US industry giant warns Democrats, green energy push fields quote, doom economy. I love how they say American fracking and oil pioneer, the industry American oil pioneer. Um, we've got Continental Chairman and Founder Harold Ham on Fox News today. Cudlow quote, is energy independence. It means world peace. His quote is, it's very important. I'm a patriot. I love America. We've produced something that's very good. We have to maintain that. Basically, he, you know, in my opinion, it was his first opportunity to get out in front of um, of the news cycle, because now that Continental is no longer public, it's private, he can say whatever he wants. Um, so, you know, he's definitely going to dive in on that. He argued that even though President Biden has waged war on the over the phosphorus for the last three years, he says that Americans are not going for, for it. Um, He says EV sales are down. Big companies are losing tons of money. The oil tycoon said, likely hinting at Ford's recent multi-billion dollar loss. People are not going for it. The American people don't want it. I don't know if they don't want that or not. But what I do know is this, EV stocks are getting pounded. We know that. Oil and gas stocks are getting pounded. I'm looking at my board right now. A lot of red. He's coming out to make a push. Again, luckily he's private. They play by a different set of rules. So he kind of comes at, at a critique from... From he can kind of come from the sideline. He can say whatever he wants and not necessarily need to be subjugated to a board. He is the now he's got creditors, but you know he 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 famously wrote a one billion dollar check to his ex wife. Um, I've I've seen a picture of that. It's kind of crazy, but good for Heldham getting out there. It's why he bought it. Spending. You know, twenty billion dollars to buy back continental stock in order so you can go on CNBC. It's the world's most expensive time slot, and I'm here for it. Next up, this is scary, guys. Arizona driver says he was trapped in hot Tesla after battery died. We're just gonna read a little bit of this guy. So this is in this is in Arizona, guys. So obviously smoking hot, 112 degrees. A Peoria man says he was trapped in his Tesla in extreme heat after the power died, didn't even know how to escape. ABC 15 investigators found a dozen of drivers have filed complaints with the federal auto safety regulators who are arguing urgent car owners to learn how to- manually get out in an emergency. It's definitely a safety concern. It's one of the hotter days. 73. Okay, so this is all a scam because the dude was 73-year-old. Newsflash, if you're too stupid to get out of a car and have to learn how to get out of a car, just educate yourself a little bit, man. 73 years old, like, I get it. You know, if, if this was a 25-year-old, i think a little bit different. But the fact that this dude 73 might be a little bit um old on my blood he was stuck in his Tesla model y in his garage back in june I just, I mean, it, you feel bad for this. this is an old guy i feel if Stu was here i I'd, I'd ask Stu when the last time he did this was but i, I only kid you feel sorry that's not good i mean it, it, all jokes aside getting stuck in a hard car is not good but you should just probably figure out how to like open your car you know, to give you guys an idea, you know, they say Tesla needs to address this. I mean, this is an interesting quote, car safety expert Norman Hubel. It's essentially a computer on wheels that runs on a battery. That's, exa- that's very true. So I personally, when I was in the market, you know, five years ago for a truck, I wanted something that more, you know, had the manual seats, something that was as little as electronics as possible so I could replace the stuff. That's the thing with these computers. You're gonna geek out all these cars. I think it's great. I'm a computer guy. I got nine screens I'm looking at right now. But what happens when they break on a car? We figured out that screens are cheap. Throw another screen, 75 bucks. Stand, 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Real easy to get spun up on more screens. How easy is it to get spun up on some of these parts? It'd be super interesting to see how it goes. I'm I'd want an ejector seat. Where's the James Bond ejector seat on this? Cuz I'm all for that. Let's look at oil prices though, guys, cuz I mean if 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 you looked at the news and saw 17 million barrel draw, which is what the EIA came out with today and said, we'd 17.0 million barrel draw from commercial crude oil reserves excluding the SPR, you would have said, "Wow, prices to the moon." Well, guess what? to the floor. We's we're down 10. We're down 3% today. Unbelievable. Crude rolled over from $82 to its current position about 7973, you know, depending on as you guys listen to this Thursday. Um we could have had a bullish move overnight up or down, but absolutely insane. I spent some time trying to scan and the news and figure out what to make what of it and, and and to be honest, the sentiment out there is mixed. There's a little bit of a only so much good news can happen. We are eventually gonna roll over. This negates the point, this further cements the point that algorithmic trading drives the majority of the day-to-day movements in crude oil, if only because small bits of bad news get a bunch of computers trading one way, then so goes the sentiment. Sentiment flips. Now you have all these sentiment analysis stocks trading down. Interesting point on there, though. I, I heard a bunch of people saying it's not algorithmic trading, it's it's other things. But to be answered, there's no consensus. I've talked to multiple different people well their all answer is what they don't in the words of stew huh I, they don't know. It's a super interesting move. What we do know is that technicals aren't and fundamentals of supply and demand are not driving this price action. It's evident that I've been saying it for weeks now, really for months. The supply and demand is not driving. Pure fundamentals is not driving. This, this is as easy as it seemed. To give you guys another idea, there was no uh, draw from the strategic petroleum. Old reserve, domestic production held flat at about uh, 12.1 million. We only have about a 3.8 million barrels of imports. Let's go down here to perf- uh, refinery utilities. Sitting strong at about 92.7. That's down um, from 93.4. So we see a little bit of ease on the supply side there. Quickly touch on earnings, folks. Silver Bow. this was funny. Um, 300, uh, you know, they're 64% natural gas. Keep you guys in the adjusted net income. Twenty-five million dollar, which in, includes an unrealized um, loss on the value of their derivatives contracts. They only lost about ten million on hedging, so not terrible. They're, de- they're drilling. You know, I'm, I'm just reading their their IR guy of the week highlights. Drilling and completion spend below planned cost. Capital budget guidance looking to be somewhere between 400 and 40, uh, 425 million, which is an eleven uh, percent decrease from that midpoint compared to their previous guidance. Um, they do they still estimate about three, uh thirty-two five to uh, thirty-four five m uh, million cubic feet per day, um, which is a 24% increase over that guidance. Um, they're going to run two rigs um, in their development program in an, in an attempt to deliver a 100% year-over-year oil growth. Their optionality to improve and complete some ducks over in Webb County probably won't do that. To give you guys an idea, they're 93% hedged on, 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 on gas Um, for the remainder of the year, which is, uh, you can tell you what people think about uh, gas prices from here forward, because you give you an idea, we're $2.40 there. So I think the interesting thing is Silverbow, more of a gas-weighted company. Obviously, you can see they're trying to move themselves at about 12,000 barrels a day. They're trying to move themselves into a little bit more of an oil company. Moves like this, where you see 93% of their gas production head, which means what? They want to keep their gas production steady. They they want to know what they're getting on their gas production. And again, move everything to oil. They've come out and said it, but they're actually doing it with their moves. And remember, I don't care what you say. It's what you do. It's what they're doing, which is nice. Next up here, Civitas, absolute beast, 84,000 barrels of oil a day. They spent about 226 million in CapEx. Adjusted net income stood at about 139.3 million. Net cash provided by operating activities, uh, 337 million. Um, they did a nice little small repurchase program of about twenty point two million and they're gonna give about $1.75 per share. um nice liquidity sitting at about uh, three point seven billion. Give you guys idea yeah, they are forty percent uh forty nine percent crude oil forty nine or twenty nine percent natural gas and NGL sit at twenty three percent. average sale prices before it's greater than seventy dollars gives you guys an idea on what they're doing up there in Colorado. natural gas only a dollar sixty seven. Not good. Came here a year ago, 106 and seven been good to been an oil company a year ago, getting about 71 uh, or or 41 B crude oil, BOE equivalent all the way around. Again, they bought tap rock. They're going to go ahead and, 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 and continue um, integrating that 53,000 barrels of oil per day Um, that officially closed today. Um, So you're going to go ahead and be able to kind of load that in. So to give you guys an idea um, their pro forma now. On an oil production standpoint, somewhere between 95 and 105,000 barrels of crude oil a day. So they're going to be crossing that 100,000 barrel of oil per day mark. Choo-choo, got to love it. A little bit of increase in their LOEs, but you'll take that. Pioneer decides to crush it per usual. You know, they reduce their... Free cash flow seven hundred fifty million. It's good to be on top, baby. Good to be on top. I'll tell you that much. Three hundred sixty nine thousand um, barrels of oil per day near the top end of their guidance. Whoop whoop. Um, one hundred seventy one or 111 thousand or seven hundred and eleven. I can't talk today. Seven hundred and eleven thousand uh, BOE top end of their their quarterly guidance there. So crushing into both categories. Um, quarterly base plus variable dividend about a dollar A. Um, did a small repurchase program around one hundred twenty four million shares. Um, I mean they continue to truck 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 truck, truck along. I mean, they're the big players in the game. They've got the prime acreage. They're the largest independent out there besides the, you know, besides the mid majors out there, up there with Occidental. Again, there's not much they can really do wrong at this point. Other than really try some new stuff, I think the other thing, if you were to dive deep into all three of these and, and some things I've been seeing, really in all of the different earnings releases, is the commitment to longer lateral lengths. You know, Exxon was touting, you know, the fifteen thousand foot lateral is a much more preferred to the ten thousand foot lateral, just due to the overall cumes are coming in at a, at more at more than a one to one ratio, which is interesting, which tells me there's got to be something going on with the completion side of it. When they tell you it's just lateral length. A little bit wary. Yes, lateral length needs something. How much of that is completable? And then what are you doing to treat that? And that, I think, is where some of that secret sauce comes into. So don't be fooled by the longer lateral lengths. Yes, love to see that. You know, you know as a guy who loves drilling himself, you know, let's go 20,000 feet. I think, mean, again, it comes back to you actually turning and rolling those wells over to production. So we'll continue to watch that, guys. Appreciate you checking us out here on this gorgeous Thursday, guys. Tomorrow's the weekly update. You will hear from Stu and I Monday morning, which we will record Sunday night just for you guys. As always, we appreciate it. As always, www.energynewsbeat.com. We'll see you on Monday, folks.